welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Football Survivor Podcast. I'm your host, Steven Speedling, and, you know, it uh, might sound a little bit different with me bringing you in today, uh, not to spoil, but maybe a little bit of a tease of what happened. Uh, we had a crazy week with a lot of action. We have another double elimination, a double wheel spin, a crazy vote, a lot of just a lot of wildness. Um, and I'm here, I'm joined by Riley, who survived, actually survived two wheel spins after being voted out of his tribe. So I welcome Riley, and he will be hosting this with me. But just to build a little suspense, I went with uh, the intro today. Riley, how are you feeling after uh, just a wild and crazy week before we get into our interviews with the rest of the uh, evicted castaways? Um, I feel like this couldn't have gone better for me, honestly. <laughs> um I think I've stayed true to my to my game, my conscience. Everyone who spoke to me knows what I'm about, and um, I, you know what, I took took the sacrifice for my for my teammates and was able to stay alive in spite of it. So I'm feeling good. I'm yeah, feeling good. I think. Um, I know. I mean, I'm the host of this, but now that I'm out, uh, I definitely have a rooting interest. I probably shouldn't, but I do. Um, so that was definitely more fun. A wild, wild uh, sequence of events for sure. And as a fan, I was definitely into it. But as a host of this podcast, I'm a little disappointed because I think we could have had an awesome episode breaking things down and shitting on a lot of different people. Me, oh, if you had yeah. out, but it's for the best. I'm glad you're still in. It's for the best for this podcast too in the long term. Uh, but yeah, just a, just we'll leave it at that. We don't want to have you sink your game shitting on people so we'll just leave it at that for now like i kept my mouth a little quiet last week but we'll eventually get into it all i'm sure um that being said we do have an interview to get to uh so how this week went out <laughs> we we if you listen into the wheel, live wheel spin you'll know who it is already but um and you hear you hear him giggling uh in the background as well uh how this week played out is our lowest scorer um and our second lowest scorer we're at risk with the wheel, along with Riley, who got with the most votes. But it was our two lowest scorers who ended up going home on the wheel. Riley survived. Uh, the lowest score of the week was none other than Osborne, Eddie George, a fan favorite, Johnny Oz. Welcome. Oh, let's to, go. Welcome to the Survivor I, Football. Pod. I was gonna, I was gonna at some point say, uh, well, I hope to be introduced as a fan favorite, but you, you threw it out there for me, Steve. It's very nice of you. Yeah, everyone always loves the Johnny Oz storylines because, I, I mean, it's no secret. You'll be the first to admit it yourself. You're really not built for these games. I mean, it's just, it's not in your personality. It's just tough yeah, to do. Like social strategy games in general. <laughs> it's just, it's and it's awesome always watching you play. Why always get so close? <laughs> it's, maybe I, not Survivor last, maybe not uh, Survivor Fantasy Football last year. I'm taking, an, um, you know, one day marathon survivor backyard games into that into that factor but <laughs> i i would say that i get as stressed out <laughs> across the board it's because ever again we, everyone knows how you play they'll know you'll be loyal so everyone's willing to take you far but eventually it always bites you in the ass i think is kind of how these things always play oh, out yeah i was excited to talk about today today because i i really didn't want to be able to like give you guys some good content and chat about a lot and like what can we actually talk about what is there to gain from this? But I guess you should kind of like actual survivor. If you're out there for, you know, I guess, what is it? 26 or 27 days. Now you should kind of meditate on your experience and think about what you'll, 
learn and, and grow from it. And I think that is what I learned and grew from it is just that it's just hard. It puts you through the grinder when you have to uh, play social games like this. And, um, you know, you really hold up a mirror and, and find out what you do in those situations. Yeah, yeah you seem to be taking the, the Sean Edwards approach from the season of Survivor where you're like, man, I got voted out and I'm going home, but thank God I am. I know. Yeah, and it, it, I think it comes into, again, your loyalty, John Yaz, because the second you... Uh, you I, like, mean, I don't know about that. We could go back and... We, there is one person... Well, no, maybe there's a couple people I like to apologize to on the pod today. There it is. There's, there's a few moves I could have been a bit more loyal about, but I learned... Oh, you can't be loyal do that. To, you can't be loyal to everybody. Yeah, there you go. Maybe you're growing after, like, five years of playing these games. You're finally realizing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm watching um, all the Survivor that you do watch too. Yeah, God, a lot of seasons. But no, I, why don't I we get into it? Why don't we talk about that? What? Uh, yeah, I took a few notes down. I yeah. took a few major beats. Maybe I'll read out the. Maybe I'll read out the beats. We'll we'll do Z and go back to A and work back to Z. Yeah, sure. You just think that threw in an iPhone note like five or ten minutes ago. I wrote ebb and flow of having fun slash being <laughs> exhausted. Yeah, and I wrote down. Another bullet point, Liam vote. And then I, I wrote down player steal moment in my apartment because that was just an all-time funny. Oh, that's that was the best funny moment that I got to break down for you guys because you guys were kind of there for it because we were recording another podcast and there were the hoop feeds. And I don't think I fully understood the power that had fallen into my lap. Yeah, it's a weird thing. I'm this kind of bizarre, stressed-out player in these social games, but I, I think I, like, just my team ended up being pretty good. I played well this year, so I had to, like, actually do some shit and then there's another bolt there's another bolt that said felt i was a bit more aggressive slash tried more social whatever well, that all means why don't you okay. explain <laughs> we'll start there yeah starting with a bullet yeah you know what's kind of chronological all these uh, all these events um i left out the last vote which we can finish off with um a bit more aggressive i don't know how different that is than last year I just feel like it's such a mad dash at the start of this league with just getting players and thinking in a week-to-week manner of surviving. So I feel like I spent quite a bit of my fob, but at the same time, I tried to be a little bit more conservative instead of just blowing all right away. And, and I think through that and just like winning some challenges and very luckily being on a dominant tribe, practically pagonging the other tribe, really helped to put my team in a good position. But I don't know. It's It's a tough game. To, to know how to spend the fob and go after players. But I feel like I did a bit better with that this year. I feel like you definitely got a little bit more of a hang of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I'm trying sure. to think who one of the first big players I spent money on was. Eric Henry, right? Uh, I'm I'm on Ra, too. I remember. And I ended up paying off. He, like, he's been so fun. Had I won the jersey challenge, I would have loved to rock an Amon Ra jersey to my family Thanksgiving tomorrow. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah, I guess that's a big part of it. Um. And then, yeah, coming to the next one I have was that there was the player steal. So, yeah, <laughs> that was another, like, five or six weeks later because that was our merge. And, you know, just in between week one and then when we merged and I got the player steal advantage, our team was just crushing it. And we didn't really have to make a lot of alliances, right, Riley? Like, in our, I feel like maybe also I missed out on something there, but I feel like we were all just like, yep, yeah, this is good. I did... I did kind of get the notion that things were going to fall, unfortunately, onto Colin, just with the the nature of the way things had kind of worked out. If we had, did we vote Colin at some point? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah, so we did that. Um, 
that was consensus, right? Yeah. 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 That, was, yeah. that just felt unfortunate. I would love to get to know the guy even better, apart from my few, you know, encounters. And we can definitely, you know, talk about next year, hope they play again. I'd be definitely... Well, John, you were you were the one who who deflected off of the the tribe pal unity, so we could we could we could discuss that too. Yes, no, I did. <laughs> I did ultimately end up working with Tim and John for the rest of the game. Yeah, so, and, and that plays directly into the player steal. So if you want to, that plays work directly on into that. the player steal. So yeah, I was. Well, not only hold on, not only was there a a tribe loyalty that he betrayed, there also was a fiends and hoop fiends and football fiends loyalty that was betrayed as well. Oh, yeah. So maybe I am the please. <laughs> maybe I am the devil. <laughs> so we get to the player still, and again, so my internal moral compass. I saw unleashed by ultimate strategy, and it is one of my biggest flaws and what you guys would really call out. I just feel like if anyone asked for a favor at any point in the game, I was like, sure. Because I was like, if I make it to the end, it'd be great if someone had a thought like, wow, that was really nice that one time that John left, like just let me Nico Collins. And that's what I had done with Liam before the uh, player steal, which I think is right around the same time as the Liam vote. I think the Liam vote was a little bit after that, right? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, like, Liam, sure, you can have Nico Collins. That sounds great. Like, um, late in the game, Corey comes back, and he needs a favor. You got it. Uh, like, Ben, the mayor of Loserville, I feel like there was a little bit of a hesitation across the league to work with Ben this game. And I was like, you know what? What a great opportunity that would be for me. Like, Ben and I ended up catching up a little bit. He shared a picture of his of his dog with me. That's very nice to see. <laughs> uh, not Ken Wiener, but Nico Wiener. <laughs> Very what about the time? What about the time where you tried to help me and then said, "Actually, Steve, I want that guy back." Oh, that was awesome because well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too, sucks. I was just trying to go with the flow. My <laughs> tribe mate at the time, uh, Kev, was like, "Dog, I don't know if you should do that. Maybe ask for him back." But then, wait, didn't I do something kind of nice in that moment? You still, you still helped me out, but I, at that point, I wasn't going to be like, oh, I can't give him back. That'd be mean. I was, I was sad. That was very nice of you. I appreciate yeah. that. And then I, I was think sad that, that I, happened, I think Nico, ended, I think I, I, I got Nico Collins got tossed around like. <laughs> yeah. So, podcast, but uh, he ended up helping out this week. Highlight of, week. Yeah. Highlight of what we're saying here is it seems like you were actually all over the place in this game. <laughs> kind of all over. Um, and that culminated in a very funny moment at the player's steal where, and that, I guess that's a good thing to highlight. We had just finished recording an episode of the Hoop Fiends, which was like the start of my technical issues. We had took take a long time to even get the ball. It was the season preview and it was like three hours long. <laughs> it was the longest I think we started podcast. at 11 and we ended at two in the morning. Yeah, it was absurd. And Tim was just dying to know my decision. He was like awaiting my, you know, re-entrance back into our living room. And like, again, this is my own fault. I feel like I could read the challenges and updates a bit better. But again, I feel like I was a little bit more in tune this year. But I don't think I quite realized like it was going to be Tim or Mark I could steal from. And I was posed with either Cooper Cup or (laughs) Kenneth Walker. And I was like, shit. Like if anybody else besides Tim, I'd totally take Cooper Cup. Like I was just pacing back and forth there for a while. Like, oh, like, should I like, is it about like staying loyal to these two guys or should I just take like what I thought was a better player at the, at the time? Luckily I ended up taking Walker because he like, I think he has put up much like a lot more points than Cup did, but I just like, and I think like the ego went to my head to be able to hold Tim's fate, you know, in, in the balance of my own hands. And I, I really thought about it. 
But I feel like once I made that decision, that is actually where I was like, all right, I'm going to play with uh, these two guys the rest of the game. Yeah, I mean, it was, I think, I don't know if as many people saw it uh, when I did, but again, yeah. I keep harpening back to uh, the Ben Wiener slash Liam vote. And again, it's, that was bad. <laughs> it, it, it seems like not a big deal in hindsight, but I still harken back and I still think that was the biggest turning point in this entire game and no one believed me at the time. I think a lot of people are coming around to that now. Uh, right. But to me at that time, it was almost entirely evidently clear that you, Tim, and John were all working together along yeah. with that Ben Wiener alliance, which was like Ben, Jake, and Corey. And right. I felt immediately that that needed to end. I was hearkening and harping on Ben Wiener, and the reason I'm saying all this now is because the voting and the wheel spins are over. But the real plan in my R's was I needed Ben Wiener out so I could eventually take out John T. And this alliance was an issue, and you and Tim didn't necessarily do the best job in hiding it. Tim was no. Tim was just an idiot. I was like, Tim, we were working together all game. You're not going to vote with me? He's like, no, I'm I'm voting Liam. And I'm like, why? I thought we were like working together. And he's like, oh, I just I just want to vote Liam. I'm like, okay, so Tim is just lying to me. And then Johnny Oz, you were just like, oh, I I can't vote Ben. And I'm like, why not? And I was like, oh, oh wait, no, wait. So I actually had a reason that week though. So I played things really. I I did back myself into a corner, and this is my uh my white flag to fly. Where I really Ooh. couldn't. I I had like a really good player of his that week that I forgot who it was, but like. I, like, did some deal with him. He, like, lent me a quarterback because I was screwed. And if he went home, I would have just, like, borrowed a good player from him, and he'd be banished. And and you would have gotten to keep the player. If anything, it would have helped you. That's more. like Sarah Lucina, yeah. like, would, stealing Sierra's advantage and voting her out. Yeah. I just didn't like the way. I feel like I would have lost me some votes amongst the jury. I would have gained my vote. I hated Ben Leader. I, that's the thing. I, that's what I liked about keeping Ben around. I like the idea of a big Ben shield. No, I mean, it made sense, but again... When I'm hearing that from you and John and a bunch of different people, it made it pretty evidently clear that you guys were working together. And then obviously right. we saw that all come full circle in this vote where I don't know, I guess, Riley, I mean, we've talked about it back at the time when you you and Dan, uh, Dan Satille famously didn't vote for Wiener. But again, I think had you guys known what you know now, you definitely would have gone back and voted out Ben Wiener in that vote. I, I will not. I will not say that again. I'm still in the game, so I'm still playing. But I, I will not. I would not change a single thing about how I'm playing right now. Fair enough. Fair I, enough. I think at the time too, I was just kind of, kind of confused uh, from an outside perspective. I feel like I wish we had a chance to talk a little bit more uh, intimately to go forward in the game. But um, I, I feel like you and Liam had this big beef, and like I was just confused on like the the heel turn at the moment. And I, yeah, I did throw. So yeah, that was Liam was a true. Apology, I wish I could make because that was just a crazy day. Because I kind of wanted to like keep both of them in the game because I did just kind of help out Liam and I did kind of just help out Ben. It was like a nightmare for me that they were both colliding on each other. I was just looking back at my text with Liam. It's just horrible. <laughs> I told see if you remember that morning, I was like, "Don't worry, it worked out great. I can't vote for Liam." But sorry, no. I was like, Steve, I'm sorry, I can't vote for Ben. I just like gave him this player. I'd feel bad, but don't worry, I just convinced Liam to vote for Ben, <laughs> and I think he did. And I think that's like what started the ball rolling against Ben was myself. Yeah, you were definitely a part of it. Literally, I started the narrative for Ben to go home, but then I 
save Ben and I hopped on the Liam train. It was it was madness, and uh, it still frustrates frustrates me to this day. Uh, but <laughs> there's nothing I can do about it. I don't, I don't think I'd change it. I think I, I think I understand and follow my. Well, no, it, I mean, again, you guys made the right decision for all of you. I just think there was certain people who didn't make the right decision. But again, that that's a topic for down the road when we fully talk about it. I think we need a reunion pod. This, uh, this honestly, season. yeah, it's like. Can't... That's I really just want Riley to get out just so I can talk to him like about it on the pod for like all sensory like gone almost, almost had it yeah but uh but again can, can, I, can we can we talk can we talk real quick just based on on the the Liam relationship of, about it and I I really hope I'm not like blowing up your spot here that because I know that there was a trade that he was trying to make with you that you really didn't want to do but to try to make the the relationship like. Re- like stay together you were trying to figure out a way to circumvent this and i know you were going to people talking about like would you like want any part in this trade oh. at all <laughs> i yeah i think again yeah i was just trying to like water so many different plants i think there was a trade he really wanted to make happen and maybe he could hit us up in the comments uh you know uh rekindle my memory from months ago now but yeah, I just didn't quite want to do that trade. But I was trying to get, I was trying to trade like shitty players from my team to someone to give them to Liam. Like I was, I was just trying to, yeah, I guess people please at that moment. But I, I, again, like Liam is very, he's a very hard player in this game. You guys know you've played both seasons. Like he gets into it and generally does want to work with people. If he reaches out to you, he does want to check in on how you're doing the game. And I was like, that's awesome. Like I'd love to keep that going down the road because once we merge you never know what's going to happen so and i was happy to talk, within, to, talk to him six days talk to him pre-merge what's that and then you voted him out within six days i did <laughs> i love it though you know every single season you don't you always manage to just make awesome and funny things happen and that's really what this is about um is about fun and like yeah that's why some things do bother me a little bit with some people not willing to play it's like all right are we like in front of a million people on survivor like people judging our actions no we're all friends like let's have some fun uh so that that was my reaction season i got a little again i think early on in in one of the first votes i think there was like a dan mark liam moment like yeah vote this way and then i end up going home that's how it happens yeah exactly it's it's more fun when we ha- all have fun and whatnot. So you always bring a good energy in that aspect, at least. Oh, I think you did. I appreciate whether that. or not it'll ever get you a win. We will see. That's that'll that's to find out. But I think I do better in the backyard games, consuming ungodly amounts of alcohol version. But who knows? <laughs> yeah. This feels too prolonged. Yeah, do, Riley. Do you have any other questions for Mister Oz? Um, no, I I don't really think so. I I think again, this is just the a great reminder to to everybody that real survivor would be hard because i i, I get a, i think a lot of how your interaction in this game went is that you had to basically conform to the alliance with john and tim because they're your roommates and so you're seeing them on a daily basis um so just think about how hard that is for 39 days yeah. or 26 days when everyone's living together yeah. at all times Crazy stuff. The Washington yeah, yeah. Alliance. It was dangerous. I think even even down to the last vote too. I think if I, I think if I sat next to you at the end of the game, Riley, I think you're you're building up some momentum there. I think that would be a fat L for myself. You know, it's um, it, it's tough to think about that stuff down the no, road. I, and... I don't really blame you for 
for not uh for voting against me because you and I never really had that form of in-game relationship in that way. Um, right. So that makes sense. It's it's hard. It's it's yeah. What we do is like I'm not saying it's as hard as people that have got out there and like won a thirty-nine day challenge, but it's over the course of months. You're seeing some of these people. You're you're messaging these folks for the the four or five votes, and then like there's like you know the other uh way that it's one of the more involved fantasy leagues you have to play in, right? You gotta keep track of like everyone's team, how good they are, the amount of fob uh, people have, it, like raises their threat level. It's a it's a very involved league, and I guess that's where you know maybe some exhaustion may come from where it's it's a marathon try hosting it it's amazing man. i appreciate it <laughs> especially when you're out <laughs> yeah yeah and that's again i'll say it one more time uh we don't have tim on tim was also the second person to succumb to the wheel spin um but again i just i just want to take this moment to just implore people that like some people might not remember uh again people left in the game as well that this is a game that involves voting at the end. You know, you don't have as many opportunities in this game to make a big move or to cement your legacy or to, to uh, take out a big threat or whatever. And I feel comfortable now saying this with no more uh, wheel spins uh, in play. It's just remember there is a voting element in the end of this game and you need to win people over and make a big move. It's about moves. I don't want to be Jeff Probst, you know, big moves, big moves, but I do want to say that, you know, sheep being led to the slaughter is not a way to uh, here. to win this game. That's for sure. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know Tim can't be here tonight, but he, he did send uh, us a message of something that he wanted to say um, in his absence. He he says, in and you, Dr. Ohm to the bar. So, um, <laughs> yeah. To make if you listen to this, everyone, everyone Venmo Tim money for a drink. I'm, I will never do that. I won't do that. <laughs> and again, Tim, like, I, I would love to have him on the pod if we could, just to go over it. But, God, he should have been out, like, seven different times uh, in this league. Like, he was on – this was his third wheel he made it on to. That's crazy. And, yeah, I mean, I just – I uh, I'm not upset at all that he went home. I think it was well-deserved. I think it would be a good episode if you asked to squeeze him in at any point during this uh this holiday season, maybe in the middle of um saying a prayer in your Thanksgiving dinner. Hold on, I gotta get Tim on the pod. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> All right, well, Johnny Oz, we leave you with uh who you're rooting for the rest of the way and who are the big threats out there. Big threats out there gotta be um I th- I th- I gotta I gotta think, Riley, you know, you're um you're building momentum, I think. You are playing this game. You're very engaged. I'm talking about moves that's looking really good. Quartz John's team is is loaded, and um, I'm I'm rooting for uh someone to come from behind. I'm rooting for a real underdog arc, wherever that may be. Are you saying underdog? Underdog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that'd be awesome. Actually, <laughs> that would be wild. Let's go, Kev. All right, well, thanks thanks for hopping on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. This was awesome, guys. Thanks for hosting the pod. I know everyone looks looks forward to it week to week. Keep doing it. For sure. We'll catch you you on a Hoop Feeds episode soon. Absolutely. Lots to talk about. All right, Riley, we got seven minutes to bang out the rest of this episode, so let's do it. Um, From my my end, going over the last of the uh, 
challenges from last week. We had a uh what, what the hell else? was there a fucking oh there was a secret advantage. That's what happened. Yep, secret advantage and then the vote. Yeah, that's I don't even remember anymore. It it uh, was it was just it was purely high scoring, lowest scoring yes. challenge. Hunter came away with that advantage. Uh Tim also did a challenge to uh know what that advantage is. So I don't know if that knowledge left with him in the game or other people were able to find out what Hunter's advantage is. Uh, but that was also part of this. Uh, Hunter came away with another advantage. Um, and then, yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh, the other thing of note that happened that we have to talk about before we send it to future Steve. Uh, past Steve uh, had a botch because he completely forgot about dropping Tim. Oh, I can't believe we're going to talk about this. Tim and Jalias' players again. Uh, so it turned out that the players who played on Thanksgiving tomorrow or Thursday or whatever you're listening to this, uh, they were not able to be picked up by uh, the curb players in the game. So Steve had to make an audible and we did a survivor auction. We went on FaceTime. We uh, did a private little auction. Uh, there's, there's really not much to say. It was, it was, it just, was absurd. really bad. <laughs> uh, it didn't I, I go well. I think the precedent and the idea is there. If I'm I, with you. Yeah, if I can make it work in the future. Uh, but on short notice, within three hours and me panicking of trying to figure out what to do, it wasn't really uh, the best. But, you know, some players came away with... I mean, Corey uh, ended up with Amon Ra. We gave everybody 25 Steve bucks uh, to kind of use, and they were allowed to use their fab as well. Corey basically got Amon Ra for free. Kev Lease got uh, CD Lamb for free. John T got Dak for free. Uh, you got uh Sam Howell for free. <laughs> That's a fun one. Hunter Hunter got Kenneth Walker for like ba- basically less than free. You were basically yeah. paying him. To and he got him. Elfson. Yeah, Elfson. Uh, more on more on that down the road, I'm sure. Uh, but Elfson, you know, you never know his his value if he can make an impact with the Minnesota Vikings or anything. Uh, so good on Hunter for getting Elfson. Uh, but yeah, it was a little bit. I mean, like you said, it was a it it was a mess, but. The ideas there was fun. Players got uh, some yeah. guys out of it. So um, almost cost Corey his life. He was literally <laughs> driving on the highway. But <laughs> yeah. So why don't we toss it to Future Steve now to go over? Well, actually, no. You know what? We're not even going to toss it to Future Steve because if I toss it to Future Steve, that means I would have to like release this. Like I don't even know. So you, you all can find out who who went to who on the waiver wire on your own because I'd have to do this like Saturday morning or something if I wanted to yeah. do so. We don't need that. We, it's the holidays. We can give Steve a break. Congrats to everybody who got a waiver wire guy. That's who's, who's even good. Who's good out there. Uh, I'm, I'm getting Cooper cup. Ooh, you, you're getting him confirmed. Like, yeah. For how much? Uh, probably like 20 bucks. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to go to see who else is available. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup. Oh, is he on? Oh, there he is. Cooper Cup. And it's actually not that many. Derek Henry or he Moser. There's some interesting guys. So we'll see who gets them. Um, moving on to next week. Uh, it's a relatively uh tame week compared to the things we've had going on. Uh, we have six remaining in the game. Uh, it is the second to last week for advantages. Uh, this week, the lowest scoring team will be eliminated. Very simple. Uh, the highest scoring team will get $20 fab. 
and bring him back a twist from last year. Not many people got to participate. Uh, obviously, there's only the last five in the game. Uh, but I personally, as being part of it, I really liked how it played out. Uh, so we'll see how it is again with a uh, new crop of five people. Uh, the highest scoring team will become the head of household for next week in Survivor Fantasy Football returning to Big Brother Fantasy Football for week 13. So be ready for that down the road. That is going to be nuts. I can already tell. Yeah. So um, at that point, we have two minutes left, Riley. I don't have any touch of what's going on in the game right now. Do you have any ideas of whose teams are bad or who's in danger or should be on the lookout? Um. Yeah, I, I think Cav is in a rough spot. Uh, Jake's in a rough spot. Corey is now in the driver's seat. Quite literally, he's literally driving. And um, he his team has gotten really good all of a sudden. Wait, really? Yeah. How? Um, uh, because he was able to get Amon Ra for cheap. And uh, John T is, is still kind of funneling him some players. So, um, yeah. So, it, it, it really is kind of a any way you can go because there's two warring factions and everyone's just kind of giving each other's players, hoping the other ones come out on top. So it's going to be a very, which is honestly a very exciting. We don't really normally have that in survivor fantasy football in the end game. So I am very hostile and toxic right now. (laughs) I love it. I actually really love it. (laughs) Uh, It makes me at least interested in wanting to come back here. And again, I'm rooting for you personally, but God, I want you to get out because I want to like shit on a lot of people and just, have an unfiltered talk but we'll again we'll have that one day yeah one day <laughs> all right well for now uh thank you for listening catch us on at who fiends pod and twitter instagram and tiktok to keep up to date with everything we got going out uh subscribe on apple and spotify until next week we'll catch you guys next time and say a prayer for the rebellion Another episode of your favorite show.